Hi, this is Life Coach David. Welcome to the Law of Attraction podcast. I'm a certified and very experienced Law of Attraction Life Coach. And you can find out more about me and about coaching at lifecoachdavid.com. And I also always offer a free mini phone coaching session to anyone who's seriously considering coaching. And the last few days I've been going over some articles. There's a book called My Favorite Law of Attraction Articles. And I will continue reading from that because I find these articles really helpful. So I wanted to share them with who's ever listening. And before that, I just thought I'd mention that, I don't know if you ever thought about this before, but my dog Pippin, he's a Maltese, and he's a really good manifester. And he doesn't even know about the law of attraction. He just innately knows about it. I mean, when he wants food, he just walks over to the refrigerator and stands there. And before he knows it, he's getting a treat or food or dinner or whatever it is. If he wants to go for a walk, he stands by the front door. And then within minutes, he gets to go for a walk. If he wants some love and affection, he jumps on your leg. And within a few seconds, he's being picked up and held and given given a belly rub. And I just think our pets are great manifestors. So to those of you who are listening who have pets, you'll probably agree as well. <laughs> so anyway... I'm going to start with what's called Article 7 today, and this article is about allowing, and the beginning of this article starts talking about a newsletter, and I did used to put out a newsletter, so that's that's what it's talking about, so just ignore that part. So here we go, Article 7. In the last newsletter, I talked about how resistance blocks something from manifesting for you. In this issue, I want to talk about allowing. Allowing is the opposite of resistance. And when you can allow, what you want is on its way. There are several ways you can allow. One way is to ask for what you want, get excited about it, expect it to come, and then you kind of forget about it. I say kind of forget about it because it's not like you totally forget about it, but kind of because in order to allow it, You don't want to introduce any resistance. So if you kind of forget about it and don't think about it too much, you have less chances of thinking, why has this not arrived yet? Or why is it taking so long? Those are resistant thoughts and are blocking whatever it is from manifesting. Another way to allow something you want is to do a process or two. The processes are what I teach my clients. And I'll give you an example of one of my favorite processes. It's called the wouldn't it be nice if process. And this process works if you think of a chain of sentences all starting with the phrase, wouldn't it be nice if, followed by whatever it is you want to manifest. So let's say you're wanting to manifest the perfect apartment. You could say, wouldn't it be nice if I easily found the perfect apartment? And wouldn't it be nice if I found the perfect apartment and I could easily afford it? Or wouldn't it be nice if I found a great apartment that had the perfect amount of space I needed? Wouldn't it be nice if I found an apartment that was very quiet? And you would just keep going with more of the positive aspects you want in an apartment or whatever it is you're doing it on. By doing this, you're allowing it to manifest for you because this process takes away resistance And you can't put out a vibration of allowing and resistance at the same time. 
So the more you practice this process and stay focused on these thoughts, your perfect apartment is on its way. It's very important to understand the difference between resistant thoughts and allowing thoughts. Once you do, you'll have a much better understanding of the law of attraction and will start to manifest more of what you want. And yeah, I really still like that article. I think I use the apartment example because I've used that process many times to attract not only an apartment, but a house or two. And it really does work because obviously resistant thoughts block what we want. You know, anytime we think, why is it taking so long? How's it going to happen? When is it going to happen? We're just blocking it. But when we can allow and use that process I talked about, and we're just staying excited about what we want, then we're in the allowing mode and it has to manifest as long as we stay out of the way. So that was a really good article about allowing. And this next article is article eight. And it kind of goes over some of what I talked about from my book, Vibratize Your Life. But this will be a good reminder. And for those of you who didn't hear that particular podcast, it'll be some great information. So article eight. I wrote a very helpful book called Vibratize Your Life. In it, I discuss how important it is to keep your vibrations high so that you can attract more of what you want by using my Vibratize Your Life formula. I mentioned four areas of your life that you can use the formula to vibratize your life daily. There are more than four, but I think that these four most people can relate to. In the last newsletter, I talked about the first area. In this newsletter, I want to discuss the second area. See, there I go talking about the newsletter again. The second area that you can use to keep yourself vibratized is none other than your home. Believe it or not, anytime you clean up or fix something in your home, you can use it to raise your vibration if you use my Vibratize Your Life equation. And the equation is as follows. One, doing something positive in your home with two, pausing for a moment, and then realizing that you did something positive and feel how good it looks. And that equals a raised vibration. It sounds simple enough, but when was the last time you made your bed and then took a moment to appreciate how good it looks? Actually, there are many things that we all do to make our homes look better, like making the bed, washing the dishes, cleaning the kitchen, vacuuming the carpet, cleaning out the fridge, and so on and so on. So say you just made your bed. Using the Vibratize Your Life equation, after you make your bed, celebrate within yourself that you did something positive to improve your home environment. When you do that, you'll actually feel a raised vibration. Then spend a few minutes and hang out and enjoy that raised vibration. If you do this every time you do something positive in your home and appreciate the improvement, it will help you to keep a raised vibration. As a result, the law of attraction will bring other circumstances and experiences into your life that will be high vibration experience. The more you keep yourself at a high vibration, the more you'll attract high vibration circumstances and experiences, and that's amazing when that happens. So if you really give it a try, you'll like the feeling of this raised vibration, and you'll be using experiences that normally you would think of as a chore and turn them into vibration-raising experiences. Doing the dishes never felt so good. <laughs> so that article still holds true to this day. And as a matter of fact, about a week ago, I gave a lecture about my book, 
No, I'm sorry. Several weeks ago, I gave a lecture about my book, Vibratize Your Life, where I was talking about what this article is saying, where you can use your everyday experiences in your home to raise your vibration. And then a few weeks later, I ran into someone who was at the lecture and she said, oh, David, David, making my bed never felt so good. I, I did what you said and I make my bed and then I step back and I look at it for a few minutes and it does feel really good to do that. Thank you so much. And then she told me she's starting to do it with other household chores. And it is kind of funny because cleaning your house suddenly becomes a vibration raising experience instead of a dread, you know, no one particularly cares to vacuum or do things like that. But when you do it from this point of view, it makes a big difference. And just so you know, the other areas in the book that I talk about that you can use every day to help raise your vibration is your office, your car, and yourself. And uh, when you start doing these things, it really makes such a big difference and it helps keep you at a raised vibration, which is super important. Another fun way to raise your vibration is when you first wake up in the morning to set an intention for the day. And you can just do a general one like, my intention for today is for it to be an amazing, wonderful day. And even if you don't know how or what that looks like, that's okay. Just by putting out that intention, you're setting it up to go like that more than not. And it feels good. And I do that every morning and pretty much every day I do have a wonderful day. So think about setting a daily intention for yourself. And you can also, if you have a particular experience that day, maybe you have a meeting or an important phone call you have to make, you could even set your intention for that. Like you could say something like, my intention for today is to have a wonderful, joyful day and my meeting is going to go really well. So start thinking of deliberately setting up your day for it to be a good day. You know, start taking control of that instead of it being such a mystery. So I hope you enjoyed today's podcast and that you use the information to your benefit. And if you're interested in Law of Attraction coaching, you can contact me at lifecoachdavid.com through the contact page there. Or you could even email me, david at lifecoachdavid.com and take me up on that free mini phone coaching session. So have a high vibration day and enjoy.